0: I'm, I'm John, and I'm Keith. And This is for Lumadiddle. Diddle.
1: I'm a Diddle, your somewhat reliable source of information for most things, John. For most things, Keith, including but not limited to the amazing innovations,
0: amazing
1: of a uh, of a little empire. Yeah, it's a little, yeah. It's the a little Roman be, Empire,
0: I'm, Keith. The Roman Empire.
1: We're taking it back, Keith. We're mixing technology history. A lot of the flumididdlish type stuff that we like to get into. Flemiddlis. Flamididdlish. Shh.
0: <laughs> there you go. Flamidlish. And there there's probably some flum-a-diddle in this we need to bust through, John. There's a the Romans is something everybody knows a little bit about, right? It is. And Keith, let me let me throw this in there at first. So we know that the
1: Romans were very, very influenced by Greek the Greek culture. The so they're Greek, really just posers because you know, they, they it, didn't want you to know. They well, you know, they do call it Greco-Roman. You hear oh, that a lot. Yeah. So they're very influenced by the Greeks. But the Greeks had the great philosophers, Keith Plato, Aristotle, yeah. Socrates. And honestly, it doesn't seem the Roman Empire weren't quite as worried about the why questions yeah. as the as the how do you get it done questions. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were a little more practical in their endeavors. Get her done. Get her done, Keith. So. When we, what I found, what was interesting about the stuff we're going to talk about today, Keith, it reminds me of a commercial. There's a big German, I believe it's German, chemical company. Kind of like on the level, like big world company like 3M or Monsanto called BASF. Yeah. I've and heard I remember of they made tapes back in the day, like cassette mm-hmm. tapes for all the youngsters here that don't know what a cassette tape is. They <laughs> didn't have tons of them. Look it up. And uh but they had a series of commercials back in the day. It said BASF. We don't make a lot of stuff. Or we don't make a lot of the stuff you use. We make a lot of the stuff you use better. Oh, there you go. So a lot, of, some of the stuff we're going to talk about even today had been done
0: before. From by the Greeks or by the Greeks, who by the, the Greek, Chinese. Who was the Greeks influenced by the Egyptians? Well, maybe who knows, man? Who knows? But was the Egyptians before the Greeks? Oh, yeah. They were, I thought they were. I just didn't want to sound stupid on right. on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so here's the thing, man. Yeah, the Romans were the same way. They didn't make a lot of the things that you know. They made a lot of the things you know better. They did. They took it to a he- a bigger scale and a more and a higher level of excellence. Yeah. So and I think like, they're kind of known for their
0: innovation. The innovation, right? innovation. and that's
1: really what we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? So absolutely. Some of these things that we're going to talk about, not all of them, but some of them had been done before. On some level. Right. But they had been never done never done to the scale or the magnificence. Yeah, maybe. it's still
0: innovation, I think, if you oh, improve innovation. something. Oh, that know? is innovation. I mean, really, Edison didn't create the light bulb. You know, there were light bulbs before that, but they were crappy and unusable. Right. So he he created, <laughs> and you know, that's what everybody gets on to Edison. They're like, oh, he didn't really create the light bulb. I'm like, well, he created the first one you can use. There's right. something to say about that. You well, know what Exactly, I mean? and that's what we're
1: going to get into here with some Roman innovation kits. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, right, let's so do it.
0: what we want to do, though, is we want to take you back long, long time ago to, on a journey, John. About 52 BC, Keith. on a journey. You a want to journey. get in our time machine? I don't know what that sounds like. Here we go. Let's see if I'm throwing in. There we <laughs> Is that how time machine time Yeah, there you go. That's All about right. right. All right. Man, that is a high-tech we're time back, machine right there. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're back. back. That's All the right. Jetson's time machine. So, John, let's, let's let you start with, with who you are and what's going on. Okay,
1: for some reason, Keith, I, I find myself encamped with the galls.
0: The galls.
1: Yes. That sounds like something the from gags. your bladder. It is. Your gall bladder. <laughs> the gall. I had my gall my gall was bladdering too much back years ago. I had to have it took took it yeah, out. I had mine taken out too. Which by the way, Keith, you know, the Romans were some of the first people to invent surgical instruments. Yeah, wow. So there you go. There's hey, your first
0: little tidbit. There's your first little first tidbit, one. Keith. All right. So how are you in camp with the Gauls, John? Well, I decided to defect. I don't know why. You Defected from the Roman Empire. I don't know why, Keith. You must
1: be insane. So now my name is. By the way, my name is Johnius Caesar.
0: Okay. <laughs> and um, and I've defected. I'm gal- the emperor. That's a good Galaic. <laughs> is it Gallic? Gallic? Gaelic? Gaelic? There we go. I was close. So.
1: Anyway, now I'm with the Gauls. I don't know why, Keith. All right, maybe I've just thrown my lot in. Like I've had enough of these darn Romans. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm gazing out across this formidable opponent, Keith. Absolutely. And and you as a Roman warrior, you'll me to tell you Keith, what we got. What, what would I be looking at if I was gazing across the distance? Where did we fight? I don't even know. Okay. We could have been more historically accurate. Maybe we're d- gazing across the fields of well. What yeah, is now known as France or Germany or yeah yeah whatever. something
0: like that yeah. I mean the Roman Empire was vast, John. It was vast. It was vast. That's the word for the day. Vast. vast. And it was. It was vast. A vast something. deference. Let me tell you some of the things deference. <laughs> what is? That? Oh yeah, oh, a vast yeah. Deference. Yeah. Okay. There you go. <laughs> different thing. Yeah, I got a totally different thing. <laughs> um. So anyway, John. Let me tell you some things you might tell me, see. Keith, please. So some of the things you might see is some things that everybody knows about, right? Like for instance, a gladius. What's a gladius, John? Everybody knows a gladius. We do. <laughs> That's a little mm-hmm. short sword, man. That little short oh, sword for yeah, close, the close sword, up battle. Yeah, you yeah, may yeah. see yeah. those, like, kind of on the hips of people. And you know, yes. you're going to see their shields and all that stuff. You're going to see that everybody's separated into these what you call centurions, right? And, all, and the very organized army. Oh right?
1: yeah, Oh, absolutely. And not only is
0: it organized army, it's a big army, you know. That's and big, the, there's key. so many different people. But on top of that, John, I don't want to talk about just the things that everybody knows about, right? Okay. I want to talk about like some some things people are not they maybe not have heard about before, right? And I'll, I might throw in a couple since I am a, a
1: former Roman warrior as well, right? You named might, John yeah, Caesar. You might so know I've a got couple two since,
0: yeah. That are that I think are good. Okay, good deal. All right. So one man is. This is kind of a formidable weapon. It's the onager. Okay, it's real similar to the trebuchet. You know what a trebuchet is? Most people know trebuchet, or a trebuchet is a font. (laughs) It is a computer. I think I've seen that (laughs) font. I don't know what it looks like, but I don't know. But you're going to trebuchet. I like the word though. Have you heard of a catapult? Yes, I have. Okay, very so, much so catapults, trebuchets, all oh, okay. those things are real similar. Kind of in the same ballpark. Trebuchets use counterweights. Okay. Um, and so that's how they sling the big boulders. So an onager oh, is similar okay. to that, but instead of counterweights, though, they use like tightened ropes. So they use tension on ropes and would twist and twist and twist Oh, and yeah, twist. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. So yeah. now you're not only just slinging it like with a counterweight, which is, kind of has its limits. You can right. kind of go beyond that limit now and actually sling a rock. I mean, these boulders were huge and they would take out everything in their path. Yeah, they even. were they were vast even. <laughs> uh-huh. There's even historical text, John, where a guy described it like this. He said it can destroy everything in its path. That's a good key. John, you used to be a Roman soldier. Right? Before you defect
1: it to the Gauls. But I'm feeling pretty good about my Gaelic counterparts until I gaze upon the trebuchet. Yeah.
0: It's not a trebuchet, though. It's an onager. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but you know what it's capable of. This is like, what, fortress wall-destroying kind of weapon. Okay. Like, that's what they would use it for, to to pound the fortress walls and stuff like that. And so just imagine that going down a battlefield like a... A huge boulder just hurled in your direction, and it's just crushing men in front of you, and it's headed your way. That's bad. That's scary, dude. That's scary. So that's a scary weapon. I just
1: had—I just envisioned something that's probably not true. Teams of
0: elephants pulling these things. Keith,
1: did the Romans have? Ele- did the Romans use elephants any time in there? Not that history? I
0: studied, but okay. I mean, these things were actually. It's one thing that was kind of cool about them was. Um, they were actually pretty easy to maneuver. You know, yeah, there wasn't. Okay. You know, you have a few guys, you could maneuver them onto the battlefield. But they weren't the most maneuverable thing that they had. Right. There. there was a really cool thing that they had that was kind of that was very maneuverable, John. And this is the next thing you might see. You might see these carts pull up, and on these carts, there's only two guys riding them. You're like, what's that cart? Okay. But it looks like there's a huge bow and arrow on them. And so, actually, John, there's a thing, and I made really butcher the name of this
1: <laughs> do it keith i'm with you
0: caroballista okay i think that's right let's see
1: you can look and see if you can pronounce it better i'm going with it i'm 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 down with carabalista. Caraballista. yeah that's what i would say as well
0: so basically man this is a cart mounted like bow and arrow almost yeah but I've it seen uses that. it uses a similar method to that onager Okay. It uses tension ropes, and this guy, it only needs two people to operate this thing, and it's very maneuverable because it's on a car. So they pull up in this thing. One guy's directing the horse, right? right? He's driving the car. The other guy's cranking this thing. He cranks it, puts all the tension, and then he releases this massive, what you would call a bolt, right? Right. Which is like a big arrow, or maybe, but yeah, it's a about, bolt is a big... Yeah. Uh,
1: they call them bolts when they're in crossbows too right and it's and the bolts. type of
0: crossbows. It's like a huge cross It's like bow. a huge gigantic crossbow yeah. on a thing but just imagine something though i don't know like maybe a flagpole coming at you you know what i mean <laughs> like it's huge you know what i mean it's 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 not just like your regular arrow um this thing if it hits you it would knock you down to the ground right and so that's kind of scary too It'll you got these, you to the ground yeah massive bolts coming not at good you. not good um and then there's another one that you may not have known about now now listen, guy. I've already said this. I'm not going to mention every single weapon of war the Romans had because a lot of people, a lot of them are well known. You know, right? Um, you know, we we all know they had the javelins and that they could throw, and the swords oh, yeah. like the gladius, stuff like that. Um, one thing you may not know though is John they had these things called plumbatus
1: Plumbatas.
0: Plumbatas. Plumbata. So on the inside of their shield, they would have about five of these things, and they were just like these darts, but they were big darts. I mean, now I'm talking about like darts you play in the bar. You're talking about like darts. You would have to grip with your whole hand, like maybe maybe like a foot and a half long. You know what I mean? Maybe two feet long. Right. But they were very good and and accurate with these things, and they could throw them from pretty far. And so before I would say it's a mid-range weapon because they were pretty good at throwing them far. And so this army that's coming at them before they even got to the Romas, would be wounded in a lot of cases from these plumbadas. You know. That's wild, man. So you would get all your plombadas out and throw them as they're coming out. you try to wound them before they even get to you. But that's not even the scariest thing. Though, what was John? I thinking, Keith? I know, what you thinking? of I into defect the to the Gauls. Yeah. you shaking in your boots now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I might be turning back here in a minute, Keith. I hear you. I would if I was you. So here's the thing. Out of all those things, though, the next one I'm going to tell you about, John, is the one that actually got me on roman innovation okay the old shepherd like to hear old shepherd sling the shepherd sling you talking Man, you know like a david is. and goliath kind of deal absolutely put a rock and here's what the romans did though john so first of all they would use lead bullets as you would call them and they'd be about the size of maybe a lemon maybe a little smaller. Crap. yeah so they're big and you think of a sling as being something you're like oh that's what are going to like knock me in the head but then you think, well, you know, Goliath he was had a nine chunk foot the tall, size of a lemon. right? <laughs> and Goliath was like nine foot tall, and he took him down, right? So it must be pretty formidable, right?
1: You know how to use it, absolutely.
0: So that's the thing: people who knew how to use them, they could launch these things at about a hundred miles an hour. Ooh, imagine getting hit with a baseball made out of lead, yeah, or a tennis ball made out of lead, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. You know, I watched some YouTube videos, and if you've never seen this audience out there, you (laughs) need to watch it. It was pretty incredible. There was this one guy, and he just looked like this guy going out in his backyard, but he was really good at it. And that was probably the best video I saw because it showed how amazing this weapon could be. He was launching those things, and they were like, I was like, dang, I was like, I would not want to be in front of that thing. And he was trying to hit a watermelon. That's what I was going to say. Was he trying to yes. hit a watermelon? And he finally hit it. It took him several shots. But when he hit it, the watermelon just, like, exploded. Oh, I'm sure. So they say... Just he, like a Gaelic head. Absolutely. And, they, <laughs> and, and I'm glad you mentioned that, John, because they say that getting hit in the head by one of these bullets would be, like, the equivalent of a 45 caliber bullet taking your head off. I that's mean, it could, it could take your head off pretty much. But here, that, mm. that's not even the the coolest thing about it what the romans did when they were digging these things up you know the historians archaeologists what do you want to call them? they saw holes in each end of them like kind of like if you were having like a, a point limo. yeah yeah <laughs> so they're like what is that for and originally they thought well oh, they're putting poison in them or something but that didn't make sense because it's not a very good delivery method for poison right right and it's gonna take your head off while you need poison
1: right exactly
0: so what they figured out though is they is that when you put that in the sling and you start winding it up, it makes like a buzzing sound, like Vroom. oh yeah, and so what? The, just imagine hundreds of these things at one time. Got you're like standing, a huge horde of like murder hornets, yeah,
1: <laughs> buzzing out in the field. <laughs> and so
0: you're sitting there and you're about to face the Roman army, and all of a sudden you hear like a huge buzzing sound that's probably echoing across the whole valley. You're thinking holy crap, I'm getting out of here. You know what I mean? Because there's about to be these (laughs) lead bullets just headed my way. Keith, I think I'm headed back to the home team already. (laughs) So the Romans, man, they were something else, wasn't they? Did you have some other weapons of war? Well,
1: not really weapons of war, Keith, but I've decided when being faced with such uh, formidable weaponry, that I am switching back to the Roman side. I'm defecting back. And so I'm what's hoping... your new name then? Your old no. Well, I guess it's your old name. Yeah, it's my old name. See, I don't know what my Gaelic name was because I don't have a Gaelic name. Oh, so I'm I'm i yes, Caesar again. And you were gonna again. get
0: caught anyway. You didn't even have a backstory ready. I you didn't. were gonna get caught anyway. So,
1: thankfully, my my buddy, what's what's your Roman name? Did
0: you decide? Um, it is uh, Maximus Primus Cleus. Okay. All right. There you go. Like Max right. Maximum
1: Prime. Yeah. All right. Well, I find you somehow on the battlefield or you find me. Okay. And you've
0: got you said you said you got something
1: for me, you got some armor or
0: something I can borrow? Yes. All so right. yeah, me and me and John, yeah, you know, we've been friends a long time. And I know that so he couldn't like, help defecting I mean you stupid them gaylets, them dirty gaelets had his family held hostage and he couldn't help it, you know, he didn't have a choice. Well, I had to do something, Keith. Yes, Keith, the Maximus. Claudius. Man, everybody's going to protect their kids, right? Exactly. So I let him come back, and and I knew that he was going to come back. And all it took was us just defeating the Gaelic War, right? And then he has the chance to come back. Well, Keith, there's a couple
1: of things. Here's the thing. Okay. The with the weaponry that you had, I'm going I'm going to circle back to one of the things I mentioned. Circle back, John. Like a lot of the innovations that we had, or that we have listed, and that we're still going to talk about. They started out either on the battlefield or in, not, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? In service. They started out basically in service to the emperor or the battlefield. Okay. And as it does, it trickles down to the regular guy. Yeah. Kind of like a lot of our technology these days starts maybe like defense department, military stuff. Right. And over time, it trickles down. Like GPS. To the average guy. There you go. All right. So I'm coming back for a couple reasons, Keith. If I were to get wounded... Those surgical tools and utensils, yeah. scalpels, uh, forceps, even different things that we think of as surgical tools now, they were invented back in the day, Keith, to treat deadly injuries. Yeah, that's cool. So the Romans had kind of what we would almost consider modern surgical instruments, but unfortunately, what they didn't have was anesthesia. Oh my goodness! So it had yeah. been pretty painful. Yeah, to I undergo those things. But Keith, I imagine this. We had a show about logistics. Yeah. Okay. So you talk about some serious logistical business. I'm telling you. When the Romans filled the battlefield with thousands and thousands of of men or tens of thousands, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to be able to support that many men, to be able to feed and, you know, and shelter and weaponry and all the stuff they had for everybody, Keith, there's something
0: else they had to do. What's that? They had to have food food for them. Yeah. A lot of people don't think about, you know, feeding an army and all that. But what you mentioned, logistics, when we did our episode on logistics, John, we kind of mentioned that logistics started with the military. or They're kind of the forefront of logistics. And we talked a lot about food and getting food to people in a timely fashion before it spoils.
1: So, Keith, something that I found, it makes me... Now, now we're not going to go into that tonight. And don't think we're, you know, we're not giving a carte blanche thumbs up to the Roman Empire and and their wickedness. Oh man, I thought they time. were awesome. No, I'm but um, yeah. but
0: I don't. I mean, I, I don't know all the dirty. I'm sure they did dirty deeds. Every empire in history. Has probably well, they done crucified dirty lots deeds. of people,
1: including Jesus. So, yeah. Um. Anyway,
0: that is a big one. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. yeah. You can start. Of, cor- of course, you know he he wanted to be crucified, kind of. You know, but no, we're getting into theology, to, yeah. But, but yeah. <laughs> let this cut pass He wanted to let him, let him do it anyway. So, but that's theology, John. All I right. So, get so let's get back
1: to the. We're just going. We're just having fun with the Roman Empire today. Yeah. And Keith, maybe one of the most greatest inventions of all time, I found is giving credit to the Roman Empire for coming up with what's that? Bacon.
0: Ah, uh, I did see that one, John. Bacon, Keith. Yeah. Now, there are people who have Is that the one you're going to surprise me with? No. I've got another one even better than that. Okay, good, because I did read that one. But,
1: now, curing pork, I believe, kind of like paper, originated with the Chinese. Yeah. Tell us if we're wrong. Email us. As a matter of fact, doyouflummadiddle at gmail.com. We would love you to point out our wrongness. All right, absolutely. But, Keith, I think that's it. As much as I love my family,
0: if I come back to the Roman side, I get to eat bacon for dinner tonight. I mean, you know, we... There may be something, like you said, we hadn't studied, but I did study, though, that there was cured meat before that, like you said, but they did invent bacon, like actual what we consider bacon. Exactly. Yeah. They, well, they took something that had already been done again, which is actually and the definition of
1: innovation. Yeah. Innovation is not creation. Ah. Innovation is incrementally making things better. Yeah, there you go. So, they, so you proved us both right. Then. Exactly, there Keith. Is. All right, Keith, so now here's the thing. All right man. At some point the battle's gotta end. Okay. So the Romans just wipe the floor with the Gauls. And now we're headed back home. Yeah. Wherever we happen to be living in the Empire. Maybe we're in Ephesus. Maybe yeah. we're in Corinth.
0: Maybe we live in Rome itself. Kid. Yeah. So we're headed back we're going to We're talk. just gonna pretend like we're at Rome. Yeah. We're Let's gonna, head back to Rome. We're gonna talk to the the Caesar and see if we can get you pardoned for your defection. No, don't right? tell him. He doesn't know yet. He don't know yet? No. Okay. Well, that's good then. So just let yeah. me
1: go back. I'm just going back. I've so we're just going to walk in casually just walk then. in casually. Heck yeah.
0: So what are we going to walk down?
1: We're going to walk down a highway, Keith. A highway? Perhaps the Appian Way if nice. we were down in sa- southern Italy and we're headed back to Rome.
0: Let's see... That's kind of crazy. There have been it? highways before, yeah. Keith, but not like the not system like of roads built.
1: that the Romans built all over the empire.
0: And there was one thing that they, I guess, innovated or invented. I don't know. You may have invented this one, John. Yeah, innovation
1: but, um, and invention are different, but they um, go hand in hand.
0: One thing that made roads so good, but also a lot of their other inventions as well, so or innovations so good, was concrete. Concrete, Keith. What
1: What about their concrete? Do you know what's was so special compared to other concrete.
0: Um, I saw somewhere that you it would harden like underwater, wouldn't it? That's one of the big
1: things. Yeah. That some of these some of the concrete that they have put into place has lasted for two thousand years yeah. when coming into contact with seawater. Yeah, that's crazy. And regular concrete don't do that. Yeah. Like they so made I, the best concrete ever. Did they know
0: something we don't know? One
1: yeah. of the things I think was uh what I read was that they uh it was something to do with the mixture of lime and volcanic ash. Yeah. <laughs> as Keith chomps on a sugary peppermint I didn't candy be that loud. made by the Romans. So lime and volcanic ash. Lime and volcanic ash. It was something about the ratios of the way they did this. Yeah, that's crazy. And, of course, now they're building roads. Here's the thing. They're building roads as a facilitator to conquest— yeah. But ultimately it also benefits trade, oh, travel, yeah. and so it filters down again Absolutely. to benefit lots of different stuff. So we're walking back up that and, and missions as Paul goes yeah. on his missionary journeys. Yeah. Absolutely. All over the Roman Empire. Yeah. There you go. They were they were used in many different ways, weren't they, Keith? Yeah. All right. So they perfected the roads to Rome. You know, also we're gonna get into something else. I wonder should we bring this in now? Look, Keith, as we're headed down the highway. There goes a Roman messenger. Yeah, I wonder what part of the situation he's been developing.
0: Right. Or so working with. So yeah, if you got roads, then obviously you can have a postal service. A postal service, which is you. crazy. Have you ever seen the Postman? The movie. Yeah, like, Seems Ke- like I have. Kevin Costner.
1: Isn't that? Doesn't it have a bunch of water in it.
0: No, that's a different one. <laughs> oh, what's the one? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different Kevin Costner movie. That's okay. that's Waterworld. Okay, never mind. <laughs> But they are both like uh they are both what do you call like uh They were post dances with wolves and they did not quite live up to the dances with wolves level. <laughs> yeah. What did you call it? Dystopian future? Dystopian they were both, future. They're both yeah. dystopian future films, oh, okay. I guess. So that's gotcha. maybe why why you got confused. But, okay. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, like um I don't remember what happened in the postman, but it's like I said, a dystopian future and to rebuild society. I mean, that's what they kind of started back was the, okay, the postal, the postal service. service, yeah. Because being able to message between communities, between people, I and mean, that's a big deal. You know? It is. It's a really big deal, and it, and
1: that again started out with the emperor wanting mm-hmm. to um, disseminate his decrees and his stuff and his connections and um, disseminate disseminate. That's a good word. I like and, that word. Too. And, that's our uh, second word. That's for our this. second word. Disseminate. disseminate. So he wanted to get those messages out to his generals out in the field and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so started out with guys passing by with uh, you know, governmental decrees and such. But of course later on it came to include private parcels yeah. and different stuff like we think of UPS and FedEx and so they they basically invented FedEx, man.
0: That's awesome. That's cool. All right, so FedEx. We'll... Is disseminate the opposite of seminate? <laughs> <laughs> To, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just curious. Disseminate, disseminate. Yeah, I don't know. that's a weird word. I, well, <laughs> who else did we pass? You. <laughs> <laughs> so we we passed by this area and there was some steam coming out of it, steam. John. And I was like, man, I am so hot from this battle. Let's go in there and get cleaned up, right? So, what's some other things that they that they invented or innovated for their communities? Public baths, yeah, that public you? baths, yeah. That's that which is a big deal. That they actually, John, even more than just having public baths, they had a sewer system. They had street and sanitation. You know what I mean? Because we mentioned the street, now we're going <laughs> to mention sanitation. Keith, that's yes, crazy. The sewers, yeah. They had actually in in the bigger towns,
1: actual underground sewage key, yeah. Which is insane. Like, is it possible that the plague could have been avoided? You know, if like during the Middle Ages or the Dark Ages. Yeah. Like countries, lands, empires, whatever, Which, did not yeah. follow the Roman example of having these sewage yes. systems. And I mean, it shows you public how important it is.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, you're right. I mean, the Roman Empire lasted how many years? Like 400 and something years? Yeah, at least. And, I mean, more. that's, that's Actually, surviving yeah. different kind of plagues. I'm Actually, sure, about 800, you know. I think. Was well, it, it
1: didn't officially start. They were Roman republics at first, yeah. I think, and then the empire Expanded and grew. Right. So but underground sewage, man, and guess what? They had public crappers too, man. I know. Where you just go in there with the eight or ten <laughs> yeah. of your best buddies and, and then my the, brother posted something recently. I know, that's on where I got Facebook. that from. Yeah. Okay. And you could share the old vinegar dipped stick
0: sponge <laughs> to, what uh, to wipe your boo with. Wipe your <laughs> tail with, yeah. <laughs> share how'd a you shared, like to share that with a shared <laughs> tail wiping stick? I I am not gonna
1: do that, John. <laughs> what well, I mean, again Considering where the, what was happening before that,
0: that might have been an innovation. Yeah, but, you know, you think they can build aqueducts, which we're fixing to get to, and sewer systems, but they can't figure out a better way to wipe your tail. I mean, share a stick with somebody. But, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway. But, um, yeah, so like I said on the flip side of that too, those sewer system they also have water coming in through aqueducts, right? Am I saying that right? Aqueduct. Aqueducts. Yeah, that's okay. it, man. All right. Aqueducts. And but what did the aqueducts
1: like look like? What when you see an aqueduct, what do you think? What word that starts with the A comes to your mind? Uh, arch. Arch. Or that's it. I mean, water. What is like eight pounds a gallon? Yeah. Like thousands of gallons. So you've got concrete first of all. Yeah, which enabled
0: them to. Build arches. Arches, yes, absolutely.
1: And some of these things are still standing, man.
0: Yeah, all these absolutely the millennia. Part related. of the Colosseum, which is also built with arches, is still standing, right? Absolutely. That was the concrete.
1: You got the Colosseum, the Pantheon. Yeah, it's crazy. Or is it the Partheon? Par- Parthenon? Parthenon? Sure. See, yeah, we're, we we know we Keith. I think now's the time to let people know in case they forgot. Just in we're, case. We're your somewhat reliable, reliable source of, of information. Right. For, for most things. Most sure.
0: things, Keith. So anyway, yeah, man, they're they're uh, shipping water in. They're shipping it out when it gets dirty, going right into the river. Probably not the best way to do it, but, you know, they, that's better than, like you said, better than before.
1: Better right. right? than before. We're moving forward, Keith.
0: Yeah, and... Um, so other than giants, roads, aqueducts, and sewer systems, you know, the street and sanitation, there's one more, John, that I really like. Yeah? What's that? Um, we actually did a whole podcast just as a tribute to this, uh-huh. and we mentioned this in the podcast, actually. We did a podcast called Ode to the AC. Yes, Keith. Air conditioning. Air conditioning. So they had a primitive form of air conditioning because they were had the means to— um, ship water into the town, what they would do is they would redirect it into pipes that would go throughout the sea ce- not the ceiling, I think, but the floor and the walls. The floor and the walls, yeah. And so if you think you got cool water coming into the floor and walls constantly, it's gonna it's like a primitive form of air conditioning. You it know, is, it's gonna man. make the that's wild. room cooler all the time. Yeah, that's wild. And like I said, that's probably my favorite invention in the entire world, the air conditioning Oh man, it's you know.
1: something else, Keith.
0: So, anyway, they had a primitive form of air condition. What else do they have, John? So, Keith, we're headed
1: home, right? Yeah. All right. So, before I get home and rest, which I do want to do, um, I'm going to stop off here in the little town square area, you know, and I'm going to take a look at the ACTA, Keith. ACTA? Do you know what the ACTA is? It was literally a daily newspaper. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't, I didn't read that one. That's cool. It's like the Gazette. The Gazette. That's what it yeah. stands for, ACTA. It originally started as a... It was carved in stone. This thing was done daily, Keith. Oh, cool. Carved and in stone Carved daily. in stone. And it originally started out as kind of a... Now, let me
0: ask you. Did they distribute an ACTA to everybody? No. Okay, it was like a one thing. Right? It was like one a thing, kind
1: of like you go see it. You go to okay. the ACTA yeah. and check that it out. That makes more sense. And... Um, so it started out kind of having the basically the minutes of the Senate meetings. Okay, but over time it became a source of public information. Right, like hey, yard sale it, you know? Yeah, one, two, three, fourth Street today.
0: Oh, cool. That kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. maybe not exactly that. So they they also in, innovated yard sales. Exactly, yeah. no, I'm sorry. or at least daily gazettes. Well, there is something you did mention though that I didn't even put down on the paper: a form of government. Well, that's a big one. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, now, their innovation was the, political, the, the social. Greci- the Grecians had a similar form of government, right?
1: I don't know. The Greek city states—they were city states. They weren't. It but wasn't they, an they, I think they did
0: have a senate, though. Yeah, they may have. But um, you know, they may have kind of got some ideas from them that they tried to perfect it as well. Oh, yeah. and they had a pretty good form of government, you know, better than what we have had in the past. You know, different forms of government. Um, and they would even John in their former government. They did have humanitarian efforts. You know, they did. They said that what the, you might call welfare. right? They
1: did. They were kind of the beginning of the modern welfare thing. They had a. They wanted. They had so many people. You know, there was a very big differential between rich and poor. Yeah. And you know they were smart enough to think, okay, we don't want any public uprisings. Right. So they started having like um, cheaply priced, like government subsidized grain. Yeah, so that people could eat, you know. It was called Alimenta, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, or Alamerta. Is that like aluminium? Is it something like the stuff that's aluminium? in Walmart?
0: Aluminium. Yeah, aluminium. That oh, that's aluminum. Adamantium. Aluminium. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> of the weird word for aluminum, right? De- Alu- aluminium, aluminium is the British version of yeah. that.
1: All right, Keith, so we've read our daily stuff, which came to include social, political, and criminal events, kind of like the Most Wanted. Yeah. Kind of like, uh-oh, Keithicus Maximus Cleicus so, has wh- uh, committed crimes Were today. you on there for
0: defecting? That's what we're checking for, well, right? Well, that's what we're looking for. We're man. making we're sure it's like, whew, yeah. he ain't on John there. John wasn't on here
1: today. Or Johnnyus Caesar. Caesar is yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't
0: on there, Keith. Well, your mom had aspirations for you calling you Caesar. Well, she yeah. thought, you know, she, she was hoping for yeah. the best. And there you are, defecting. So, Keith, here's another good one.
1: We're headed by the temple here. Okay. Okay. And guess what we see in there? The first vending machine.
0: Oh, wow. I didn't you know that, see Ke- that. No. Hero
1: of Alexandria. They thought it was a miracle. It was a holy water dispenser. Okay. So water was encased in this little thing. Yeah. And if you put like a 5 drachma coin
0: in yeah. there, the weight caused something to shift in there, and it would like pour out you some, like holy, water. Out some yeah. holy water in the So thing. you pay your penance and get holy water. Exactly. Yeah. So you pay to Just get for your an sins idea, washed away. before. There you go. Yeah. Before, it was like another literally
1: 1,800 years. I think it was 18-something when the first vending machine was made in America. Right. So only about 1,800 years behind the Romans. All right. Keith, we got a couple more here. All right. So I'm going home to something that didn't exist before this. Keith, I'm going to go home to my Roman apartment.
0: Yeah, I did read about that one, the apartments.
1: So they had, you know, multi-level dwellings. Yeah. That were like basically an apartment building. Yeah. problem was, they're made out of wood and straw and stuff
0: like that. So if it caught fire, you're, you're, right. pretty much, you're screwed. But anyway. So then we pass by this guy who has a wooden pigeon, and he's okay. just flying that thing around. Ain't that crazy? That's wild, man. It's some miracle, some, time, some kind of propulsion or something. Uh, he's making this thing. And we don't even know what propulsion is. Well, what takes propulsion? Never heard of propulsion. Right. Right. But he's flying this wooden pigeon around. So check out our episode about propulsion and rocket. Because <laughs> we talk about that. In there the... you go, Keith. And Keith,
1: apparently I'm a fairly wealthy um, defector that's come back. Yeah. And so I've got something, Keith. Now, this is the biggie for me. This is the one you didn't know about, Keith. All right. This is what I'm springing on you. Here we go. The Romans, prior to this innovation, Keith, dun, 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 dun. bound books. Wow. All right, Keith. Prior to bound books, you had scrolls. Yeah. Thirty feet long. You also had. Is that the one you're springing on me? Yeah, I didn't know you had that. One. <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't make as big a deal as I did. I'm I making you. this a big. This is a big deal. This is my big one, Keith. Okay. Bound books, Keith. Prior to this, you're talking clay tablets, stone tablets. Yeah. One of something. Yeah. You're talking scrolls, thirty feet long. Yeah. On papyrus. Okay. On papyrus or papyrus? Is it, is it papyrus? I've always
0: called it papyrus. I thought that was a fruit. That's <laughs> 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 close, <laughs> Keith. <laughs> So check this out
1: though, man. But the idea right. prior to this of stacking pages, stacking something, yeah. it originally started out it was wooden. It was wax covered wood tablets. Yeah. But they were stacked. And then they were bound together. So bound boom, dead. you flip them like pages.
0: You're and right, it, it, holy
1: crap. I don't have to do, like keep unrolling this thing. Exactly. You know? Or hey, I don't have to get this guy to chisel it out one yeah. letter at a time yeah. on a clay or a stone tablet. So, dude, this has never happened before, man. This is amazing. Like when I said, I've still got them sitting around here. The humble book, Keith. Yeah. Some people say that the bound book, in terms of that kind of technology, was the biggest thing that happened until the actual p- printing press. Oh wow! That was the biggest innovation. I thought you was gonna say the biggest since the wheel or something. On like the uh, well, the biggest certainly in terms of the idea of books, right? Yeah. Um, because and again, it started out generally holding emperor's decrees. Yeah. And then... And they would organize it with Roman numerals. They sure would, Keith. Yeah, which is code- And it was called a codex. Yeah. All right, so then over time, you know, we of course we know, skip back a little bit, we know the Chinese invented paper. Right. We talked about that at some point in some podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, we did. I don't remember which one. So anyway...
1: But this idea of binding these things together. Oh, the pocket notebook. Pocket notebook, Keith, that's it. And so guess who used this idea of a bound codex to a very great degree as time went on?
0: Who's that? This early
1: group of people called the early Christians. Really? Yeah. They started binding together these books that ultimately we know as the Bible. The Bible. Yeah, that's awesome. And so, anyway, some people say in terms of that sort just, of technology was the greatest invention until the printing press, where you could make multiple copies of something.
0: Yeah, that's that's pretty cool.
1: I like it, man.
0: I like it, too, John. And I'm just so glad that they didn't find out about your defection. I am, too. I'm you back in my apartment and, reading
1: my, con- my codex.
0: Yeah, and just making your Roman podcast with exactly. with a friend Maximus Keithus. <laughs> Claicus, Cleus, yeah. Clayus. I think it's some cool stuff, Keith. It is, man. The Romans were cool. I mean, like just the and I, you know, if you want to take home for this, what is that? I don't know, man. Sounds like one of the little robot dogs. You know, we're what I'm sitting about? here
1: in the flummadiddle uh, the <laughs> the Roman bath at the flummadiddle
0: studios, but we're hearing some kind of strange creature out of doors, and it sounds like one of them little dogs that chirps and then flips yeah, like on the, you. Yeah, like, you know, like walks and then turns to flip. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. But anyway, I done lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah, okay, take home, okay. Um, Take home is um, be innovative like these Romans. Like, you know, you think, oh, everything's been invented. Because we live in a time, John, where you think that, really. Right. You think there's nothing else that can be done. There's
1: nothing new under the
0: sun, Yeah, but that's what it feels like. How long ago was that written, right? So, wow. Yeah, and how many new things have happened since that guy said that. Trillion. Yeah, he was an idiot, right? He was a dummy. I only know who said it. He was Roman, was he? No, I don't know. Was <laughs> it? Wasn't it in the Bible? It was uh, what's that? Ecclesiastes. Uh, Ecclesiastes. <laughs> I think there that's where it was at. Nothing new under the sun. But anyway, I, I didn't mean to call the Bible an idiot. But the, but <laughs> really, Solomon. Yeah, Solomon. <laughs> yeah, whoever it was. Um, the teacher. But anyway, I get what Solomon meant, though. It always feels like that, right? It always feels like there's nothing new under the sun. But guys, put your brain to it. Put right? your brain to it. You're smarter than you think. I mean you listen to me. You're smarter you know what, than me. Keith, you can do it. Put a little power to it. That's right. Absolutely. And guess what else? Cheer it, John. Cheer I it. I just up, want to buddy. throw
1: one more thing in there, Keith. Throw it in, in there. In case you had some rotten funky
0: teeth. Yeah.
1: The Romans yeah, came up with dental feelings, Keith.
0: They had yeah, feelings. I couldn't believe that. Cavity repair. I saw and that. And even
1: a manual on oral medicine now, I saw and how this. to repair
0: teeth. Keith. They would put like wrought iron. I don't know what they put Yeah, in. like wrought iron, I think. Some kind of iron. <laughs> so basically you got an iron skillet in your mouth. At least they were smart enough not to use lead, I guess. Yeah, well, maybe they yeah. started with that, and that didn't work so yeah, well. Yeah, trial and error. Hey, just real quick, <laughs> I'll tell you a story about that. We went into a cave hike one time, and this tour guide was like, the Indians or Native Americans, they were sitting here, and they would build a fire in this cave. And somehow or another, they knew that there would be enough ventilation that it wouldn't kill them. I was like, it's trial and error, man. They built a fire and it didn't kill them, so it was, you know, good news, right?
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, if
0: it killed them, then they wouldn't have done it again. Exactly, you know. But anyway, innovation key. Innovation. That's if right. If it would
1: have killed them, they'd have tried it again somewhere else until it didn't, and then they said, "Hey, this is the spot. This is the
0: spot." Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, you guys go out there, innovate stuff, but also look up YouTube videos on this sling. The sling because that is so up. cool. I'm gonna man. go look it up myself. I kind of want one. I'm like, man, I just want to like.
1: That sounds like something you would do. Kill man. some watermelon, yeah. To like, okay, I'm gonna learn how to throw an ancient sling. Yeah,
0: <laughs> me and Shuggy, me and, we would both do something like that. That, just, that does sound like right up our alley. But anyway, all right, man. I've been right. John, and I'm still Keith. All right, Keith the
1: Maximus. Keith the Maximus. Uh, reach us at do you at gmail.com
0: and do you hey get a hold of us Love peace y'all. out